not live. We're not live. We're together. But we are in the same room. We're alive. We are alive. Hey, which is <clears throat> something to be said these days. <laughs> be said. Every sports fan has an opinion. Well, these are ours. Ours. Welcome to Brock and Pep's unsportsmanlike convo. And here are your hosts, Brock Fleming and Pep Cariotti. I'm used to saying good evening, everybody, but this is not a live podcast. So good day, good morrow, good evening, whatever happens to be. This is Brock back on the mic, and my buddy Pep is right here with me. P-Dog, how you doing, bud? I'm recovering from COVID, uh, but otherwise doing all right, doing all right. Um, thanks for asking. It's been a while. I feel like I'm, I'm nervous. I, uh, I'm, I don't know, it's been, what, we our last actual show was late June. Uh, it's, it's the equivalent of putting the training wheels back on my bike at 44 <laughs> and saying, you know what, I'm going to figure this out again. A little bit. I feel like it'll come back quick, but... The training wheels are definitely appreciated. And, I mean, this is – we're in a different location. We're actually – one, we're together, which is – We are live together. Not live. We're not live. We're together. But we are in the same room. We're alive. We are alive. Hey, which is <clears> – Something to be said these days. Something to be said. But we're, we are together in person at a new location. And some of you have, may have heard of this location before because we've brought it up on the show and we've actually um, been dealing with uh, a gentleman by the name of Mike Anderson, who is a, a good friend of a lot of us uh, and friends and listeners of the show. But Mike is the, uh, uh, what's his nickname now? Is it the ass backwards therapist or something like that? Anyway, he kind of fell ass backwards into this and he has started a business called Nobility Performance, which is a very much a recovery area uh, that encompasses a whole bunch of stuff. We'll get into that in a little bit, but Mike is with us. So I'm going to introduce Mike hello, Anderson hello. to the show. How are we doing? I got an applause button here. You guys can't hear it because I have the headphones on, but you get the applause. Yeah. Is it a standing ovation for me? I like this. I like this. Stroke the ego. <laughs> it's good. It'll be better when you have your headphones on. Was there was yes. a Mike Anderson that ran for the, with the Broncos. If we're going to start to... Oh. A thousand yard rusher, he was. I know, one uh, an astronaut. A Mike Anderson? Yep. Michael Anderson, an astronaut in the 60s, 70s maybe. Yeah, after yeah. after Clinton Portis in that group, there was a Mike Anderson. He ran for a thousand yards. It's a great name. It's uh, on that note. I mean, we'll transition right into the unfortunate Russell Wilson. No, I was actually going to go with uh, um, who's there's a running back that just passed Ronnie today. Hillman. Ronnie Hillman, yeah. uh, young Broncos running 31. back, thirty one years old, passed away from uh, cancer. Yeah, was it pancreatic cancer or something? Not sure, that's pretty. That's something that came on very athlete. short notice. I think he didn't even know he was sick. I think for and then went in and then it was it was a pretty quick turnaround. But was I've that seen, what it was? Yeah, something uh, like that. It, it was very. I mean, it is very very sad. And then obviously <clears throat> we lost um, a legend uh, in the NFL. Um, <sighs> You know, and Franco Harris that uh, I think you are you familiar with him? <laughs> Just a bit. Yeah, I had okay. the privilege. Of meeting him when I was in Pittsburgh, uh, he was in the concourse. There were, uh, it was the home opener, 2018 home opener against the Vikings, and they had 
Franco was there. Mean Joe Green, I didn't get a chance to meet him. He wasn't there. Mean Joe is a little older um, and a little less mobile. But uh, Franco was there, Merrill Hodge, uh, Brett Kiesel, who had just retired, and a few other players. Uh, I got to meet him and shake his hand. And he was just so – I mean, there's a, thousands of people, right? Like, he's not going to have, have a 20-minute conversation. But I was just like, awesome, you know, when you're starstruck. <clears throat> he's such a humble guy. I can go – I could do a whole show on Franco. I won't. I'm just so saddened. He was on the – is it Chris Russo, Mad Dog, radio show? Yeah, he was yeah. on the radio show – the night before he passed, talking about how good he felt and how excited he was for the weekend. Uh, he died in his sleep. Uh, it's just From what? Do we know? <clears throat> Na- generally, natural causes or heart attack would be the, the, the most likely scenario. How old is he? He's 72. But, you know, we're talking about a guy who's had, who's taken, he played on AstroTurf for 14 years. You know, mm-hmm. knees are shot. He could barely lift his arms above his head. Who knows what he's dealt with, right? The Mike Webster story. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he, the same era. So um, you can, one can only speculate at this point, but it's tragic. I was, I was a mess yesterday. Like I was watching NFL Network all day and just, uh, just staring at the walls. Like, you know, that's, he's, a, he's one of my heroes. That's the yeah. only way to put it, on and off the field, like classic. No one has a bad thing to say about Franco Harris. Mm-hmm. So forget the immaculate reception. That was one play in a season that they didn't even win the Super Bowl. Like, that was a great play, but, like, his career is so much more than that. So, anyway, rest in peace. Uh, the NFL and football world all in general has lost uh, a legend. Cheers to that, boys. Cheers we're to that. Right. We're at Nobility. We're having the Coffee and Nobility performance mugs, some Christmas cookies at this point because it is December 22nd. Great host. And, uh, yeah, we actually – this is the first time we're doing anything, and it's kind of a test run to, one, see how it sounds, two, put some ideas out there and see how we can kind of collaborate, uh, teach, you know, Mike Anderson not to move the mic while we're recording, that oh, kind of yeah. stuff. But, um, but Brock, you know, you're a wizard when it comes to this green. stuff, man. You're, you've, you are a wizard when it comes to this stuff. So, anyway. Anyway, it is what it is. Uh, you know, again, the conversations flow here fairly, fairly well, as much as the coffee does. Mm. We've been here for an hour and a half, I think, and yeah. we're just now starting to press record. So it, it is yeah. what it is. We would love, as this goes out there, obviously provide your feedback to, um, you know, to, to Mike and Nobility. He's going to post a bunch of stuff on his social media, so you guys follow them. What is it, at Nobility Performance? At Nobility underscore performance. Nobility, Instagram is the, uh, the old record. underscore performance. Well, hey, and I think that's a great yeah. segue into um, introducing Mike and the services here. I, just to, to get, the bo- get the ball rolling, just finished 15 minutes of... Photobiomodulation light therapy. Right, and I, again, as I'm, I'm recovering from COVID... Um, Maybe it's just in my head, but I, I actually feel pretty good after it. I, I'm not coughing nearly as much uh, <laughs> as I have been the last couple of days. Thankfully. Um, it was relaxing. <laughs> it was clean, which is, you know, when, you, when you're in a... That's a bonus. Like, honest to God, no, honest <laughs> to God, right? You go into some physiotherapy places that... It's like, oh, okay, well. But it was, it was clean. It was calm. It was, like, welcoming. Um, big fan. I, so I don't know if you want to take a minute yeah. to discuss what you do and where we are. Yeah, yeah. This, I mean, yeah, go through, we're going to give you a time limit, but go through yeah. all the stuff that oh, you guys geez. do here and... Uh, the next yeah, 30 seconds, the- <laughs> 30 seconds, let's make it happen. All right, so Nobility Performance, we'll get into how it started but uh, another time, but essentially what we have is a one-stop shop for healthcare, recovery, performance, and general health. So it's myself, I have two business partners, um, Dr. Ben, um, who's an MD, Works out of uh, Renfrew County, 
worked in an ER and has a family practice in Calabogie. And then um, another good friend of mine, Dr. Brian, who is a chiropractor, uh, studied in New York and uh, moved uh, back to uh, the Ottawa Valley. We actually, all of us grew up in the Valley. So Perth, Carlton Place uh, guys, and uh, we just want a better... We saw how healthcare was, and we want to change how healthcare was. And uh, so we we kind of pulled our resources together to create this space. And uh, so what we have is we have uh, full service, one stop shop. So we have chiropractic, we have multiple massage therapists, we have compression therapy, we have a nutritionist on staff, we have um, the first of its kind in Canada actually, which is a full body photobiomodulation. Um, we have cold water immersion, which is a a tank that holds water three degrees Celsius, and uh, you stay in there about two to five minutes for a treatment. Uh, lots of or ten for each of them. Yeah, or ten. I did ten. Exactly. I uh, did you lost feeling to it. Uh, fa- I I lost a little bit in my extremities. Uh, <laughs> specific extremities were very painful after, and I should not have the done it. The big toe. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's uh, yeah. Once you're in there. It, it takes a little bit, but once you kind of, it really forces you to, to focus on your breathing and kind of, you know, get into that good mindset, which is great. And the, the setup is really nice. Like they got the lights and it's kind of soothing and some background music. Door? Yeah. Next door. Yeah. Awesome in there. You'll be in there next. <clears throat> oh boy. The only problem, and I told him from the first one, is that the, the wall art, which is great, is all cold related. I'm like, no, you got to put like sun and palm trees and, and let me try and yeah, mentally... Yeah get into a warm space while I'm doing it. But honestly, uh, I've looked at trying to get a setup at home and, and, and try and do it a bit more often. I was for a while in the summertime doing it after uh, I tried it here, doing it at home and, you know, cold showers and those benefits. I really like it, but it's, yeah. uh, it's a great spot. It's, it's something that I got into years ago. Um, I've had four spinal surgeries now, and it's something that I started all those years ago. And for myself, it was uh, very therapeutic. I hated every minute of it. Cold water humbles you really quickly, but the benefits are remarkable. So inflammation, I guess, would be the primary? Inflammation's a big one, absolutely. The general aches and pains that you have. um, I think it kind of came to light cold water immersion through Wim Hof. Wim Hof is certainly a a well-known individual from the Netherlands that... um, Kind of popularized, if you will, and he Icelandic. A figure it would be someone it's from uh, like that yeah. Scandinavian or country, Canadian, or another Canadian. Or, no. Yeah, <laughs> no kidding, right? <laughs> but uh, so I started doing it for that, and then for myself, uh, a number of years ago, I was I was actually diagnosed with PTSD, and uh, it was remarkable the mental resilience that I was uh, gaining from cold immersion. Put myself into a, a controlled, stressful environment, and walking out of it with this feeling of selfness self that I I achieved something and I and I'm doing something that's difficult but guiding me through it and when I'm in those moments I just get in the cold water and then all that matters is the next breath so you forget about everything else going on around you and you just worry about that so if you've, if you've heard exactly what Mike has said it's it's you've just ex- explained basically the benefits of exercise and fitness as well absolutely <clears throat> the same yeah. Same, I call them side effects. I'm using yeah. air quotes yeah, yeah, as yeah. I say that. Like those are the side effects of this type of therapy and exercise, versus, like I don't know. For example, we've seen uh, cholesterol medication yeah. on TV, and so they describe the benefits. And at the very end, it's like may cause a rash, may cause a heart attack, may cause death, may cause. There's Absolutely. the side effects of this type of therapy and exor- and or exercise, are all positive. 
Yeah, absolutely. We, even when we first purchased the light therapy pod, it's a full body 360 that's degree. What that's what you just did. So in order to get that, we actually went down, we drove down to, um, to Toronto. The Toronto Raptors um, have had a unit for a number of years. They, they were looking to sell theirs. At the time, it was about nine years old. Technology had changed significantly since then, but they were looking to sell their unit. When, when Quan Leonard got traded to LA, he put in his contract that LA was to buy him one for his house. So the, the muscle recovery component, he was benefiting from Interesting. So that, at the time, was of interest. And also uh, work that I had done with the UFC, they had bought one for the Performance Institute in Las Vegas. And I was watching these professional athletes at the peak of their game getting injured. Eight, nine months they're supposed to be out. Three, four months later, they're back and competing again. So that alone was said a lot and then you start looking into the research on the medical papers behind it and you start realizing the the benefits not just that but you talk about side effects and when a side effect there's tons of side effects but they're all positive you know increased in energy increased in uh your mood uh you have i mean vasodilation there's there's the list goes on and on and on muscle recovery and so we, we collectively said Pro athletes are getting this. How do we bring it to the general public? And that's when we started working with a company in the States, uh, had one built, and then shipped it over here. So a, co a common question you'd get from somebody who doesn't know a lot about this kind of thing is, well, what does the light physically do to the joint or muscle or ligament? What, what is the actual – like without – um, yeah. we could, this, this could be, like I said, this could be like an hour show <laughs> asking a question like that. But like in a nutshell, what, what would like what I just did, for example, yeah. how would that benefit uh, my discs or my ligaments or muscle, for example? Kind of a, a very, very general um, overview of the machine itself <clears throat> is that there's over 100,000 individual lights in the unit itself. Those lights are now penetrating into the skin, into the cells and into the mitochondria within the body. So it's working on a cellular level and it's healing those injured cells, dying cells, which are inevitable as we age or we have trauma, we have uh, injury sport related, or for instance, if we have Parkinson's or MS, those are constantly being changing the dynamic of, our, of the cells and the light itself is penetrating to that level and helping heal those. Um, now, there's a lot of science that's, I think, above the three of our heads <laughs> that yeah. goes into that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's the general idea behind it. And, and it's pretty remarkable to see. I mean, we have Parkinson's patient that um, when he first came in, he was wheelchair bound. And the tremors in his legs and his hands were significant to the point where there was difficulty breathing. Uh, he had difficulty um, with holding a fork or spoon to feed himself. And... Uh, within actually for himself, it was two within two weeks. He was um, almost no tremors. He had a little bit of a tremor in his left foot left, and that was it. Uh, so, you know, it's it's pretty remarkable, and that's something that, you know, I use Parkinson's as an example. It's that's something that's active, so it's constantly affecting the body, and so you can just imagine you have a sore muscle that's not just it's not prolonged. Um, how how beneficial it is. All right. Well, I've done a couple myself, and uh, I don't know. 
I did the, the, the red light therapy and the cold tub that one time. And I played, it was the first time I'd played <coughs> goalie. So for those who are listening, <clears throat> I'm a ice hockey goalie now. Uh, around Six, town. seven, two ninety. Hit the applause button right there. <laughs> no, that's, boop, a, boop, boop. that's a horn. It's an air horn. <laughs> uh, I actually got my first shutout the other day. But anyway, um, <laughs> no big deal. No big deal. No, just dropping it. It was a league thing. The guys gave me the puck. Anyway, I felt like a six-year-old again. I put tape around and put the first thing I gave it to Jackson. Anyway, uh, I ended up playing back-to-back uh, -back days for the first time, and it was after I had done that. I knew I was doing it the next day, and I'm like, I, I can never play the second time because I'm like, my hips, my legs, that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. Like, I'm mm -hmm. still not in shape. So, uh, but I did that, and I felt actually really good. Um, okay, so I think we touched it. So you got a chiropractor. You got, uh, you know, the red light. You have the compression stuff, which is kind of cool. Those uh, things that go around your legs, you see, you know, every athlete kind of has it. Yep. Uh, I even bought, like, a cheap down version for the house to, to do myself. Um, you have the cold plunge, which is phenomenal. Are we missing anything else? Nutritionist. We have nutritionist. nutritionist. Huge, That's, huge, yeah. huge when it comes to um anything related to recovery and or performance like yes like i think people forget how important nutrition is when it comes to like even undertaking a fitness program that's that's my side of the of, of exactly. the game here like the first thing i ask i ask clients is well how would you rate your nutrition and they're shocked they're like well i haven't really thought about it i just thought if i exercise i'll i'll get but yes yes you're not going to get any worse whatever exactly. performance whatever you're trying to achieve but like don't sabotage your your um uh whatever you've achieved by eating poorly so yeah, pass me the cookies there again sorry <laughs> yeah. Right uh, yeah. there. Oh, there's oh, okay there's a couple there okay, perfect. <laughs> but yeah that's a great component yeah. to have in a place like this the the nutrition aspect was that missing link for us it was something that that we put so much emphasis on and as as a team here at Nobility, we have this great emphasis on it, and we just didn't have the nutritionist on staff. We brought in uh, Corinne, who's a, uh, a holistic nutritionist. She's fantastic, and it was a game changer. The knowledge that she brings to the team, uh, we just recently did a, a seven-day detox with her, and everybody everybody felt great afterwards. Mm. And it was, it was pretty interesting. We've had a lot of patients come in, and, oh, how, how's the detox going, how's the detox? With this fear that it's, you know, the size that I'm, I'm 6'2", I'm 285, they're looking at me like, you're, it must be killing you. And it wasn't. I'm eating whole foods, healthy foods, and it, it, was, it was simple. Mm -hmm. it, it, there was no, no real challenge to it. It was, it was mindfulness of, of okay, now I, now I have to eat again. Now I have to eat again. And you get busy in your lifestyle and you forget to eat or you just, it's very easy, go grab whatever's simple. And this just brought it back to, hey, wait, we got to prepare. So we have preparation now, and we're, we're doing that. And, and it made a big difference. Alina and I both um, had great results from it. Uh, and so the nutrition is a, is a huge, huge factor. Absolutely. It's, yeah. So Whole Foods, yeah, I usually eat a whole pizza. <laughs> pizza. Yeah, <that's> probably. <laughs> um, okay. Hey, I mean, look. This is a spot that if you are looking for any sort of recovery, any sort of health changes in your life, 
um, you know, definitely take a look and uh, get on the website, book a session, come on in, talk to Mike for uh, two, three hours. That's a short conversation with Mike. Exactly. Um, the one thing I'm realizing real quick is it's way more than just uh, a recovery or therapy place. It's way more. Uh, like Mike said before we actually hit uh, record, is like it's a community, you know, and I see so there's a lot of parallels with with the gym I manage and with what okay. you're doing here in the sense that I don't it's easy to just to, to manage a gym you know right. you flip the lights on use the machines repair super whatever. easy <laughs> it's pretty easy <laughs> um, but it's hard to build a community yeah so when people walk into my facility like it's been compared to like cheers right like everyone knows their name and people are not afraid to have conversations about whatever whether it's exercise or otherwise and it ends up being very therapeutic for people who come down there are people who come down at lunch who don't even exercise they just lay on the mat they do some stretches and they they converse with one another and i'm like okay i think i've reached my goal here and i i get the sense that in here you're you're building or have built the same type of community it's you know it's it's interesting to say that because you just touch on a point where individuals come in and they're not actually for instance exercising they're sitting they're stretching and they're conversing and we we have that exact feeling here individuals come in and we've started to realize by patients saying therapy just doesn't happen inside the room with the practitioner. The therapy also is individuals getting to know each other and having those conversations. And some of those conversations, uh, you know, since we open up have, they've been deep conversations in conversations that, that need to be had. And individuals are just very thankful that they that we joke about it, but we have uh, our waiting area is sofas. And uh, so we have these sofas and we have coffee bar and, and it's breaking bread. You know, my dad always <coughs> said, if you can break bread with people and you truly get to know them. And, and so we have complete strangers now that every time they come in, hey, how are you doing? How was your week? And it's wonderful to see. That's exactly what we want to have is that community feeling. And, and that's what, what we've created here. Oh, so that's fantastic like, because you can really, uh, you know, you build relationships like that, and, uh, and you can, in any therapy, you can address the, the acute, but you can't, it takes more to, to really dig at the root of the issue. Like, yeah. anxiousness and stress can cause back pain, for example, right? Absolutely. So, someone comes in here, and they're less anxious and less stressed, well, that's part of the healing, as far as I'm concerned. Completely agree. It's, it's, you know, and that's why this discussion here is happening is that the importance of of communication the importance of having these discussions and and what does that look like and how do we move forward with just not your typical healthcare uh, and not knocking any other places but one of the goals was not to have a health clinic that you walk in you sit on a hard plastic seat and then it's now serving so and so now serving so and so you know that analogy you said about cheers is is a good one you have Everybody knows your name. Everybody comes in and they have close conversations and and they're also getting what I'd like to say is premium healthcare at the same time as having these open discussions and, and talking and so hopefully this platform here with podcasts can kind of expand that. Sure. Well, the benefits <clears throat> the indirect benefits of creating communities and stuff like that. One is the mental health aspect. So in your sitting environment, like it's it's welcoming, it's it's uh, um, you know, it feels like a safe zone 
You have your, your coffee and tea and stuff that you provide, and people will sit around and chat. And then indirectly, too, you know, they feel more comfortable bringing huge trays of cookies and other goodies and stuff throughout there. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's a win-win. makes everybody feel good. I mean, you know, baking is a good therapeutic thing, too. So if you can encourage your members to bake more, that's even better. Um, but ultimately, you're right. It's not just to come in and do 50 minutes in the red light. It is the... The process before the discussions, the those, you know, and you're again, because it's a safe area, I think those discussions happen a lot more frequently. And, you know, mental health being very close to, you know, all three of us. Yeah. Um, and especially, you know, this time holiday season, holiday season is a great time, but it's a stressful time. It's a, it's a time where, you know, mental health is something that isn't necessarily focused on, but we have to be aware and, and that a lot of people are dealing with things during the holidays. For sure. It, it, I, I mean, I've had so many conversations. I'm sure all three of us have, over the years, had numerous conversations about mental health with friends and family. And, and it it's not something that should be looked at as just this time of year we have to discuss it or we have to talk about it, you know. And, you know, well, for instance, Bell Let's Talk is, is a great platform. It's not just limited to one day. And I think as a community, we have to realize that it's an ongoing uh, conversation that has to be has to take place you know and that and that's really what you know I think what the three of us we've always um, since I mean we've known each other a lot of years now uh, and and it's something that we've al- always been very open about and had these candid conversations with one another right and it's important to have that uh, and bring that to the community as well I find especially for eh, well whatever I say I find because I'm a man but I find men in general like sometimes you don't get a you don't have that or you don't always have that platform to really sort of discuss and get things um off your chest sometimes talk about certain things this is obviously you know health you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so if you're talking about your health and and you know diving into issues you're having and how to fix them or whatever it's not something that men generally get together and talk about either so having you know this sort of environment for that does open those discussions and um just talking about things will alleviate a lot of stress a lot of that extra pressure on you so it's nice i think i think that i think our our generation is kind of the first generation to start having real discussions. Yeah, we're the bridge, I'd say. Yeah. We're the bridge, yeah. for sure. Um, you know, and I see even even more so now with, with my kids, um, their generation, it just there's very open dialogue. Um, but there's also those added stresses of now the social media aspect mm. that's creating some mental health issues itself. Um, but they're willing to talk and have these open discussions amongst peers and that I would say a little bit less of that judgmental space. It's more the social norm to, to have those open conversations, which is, which is a fantastic thing. I was just, uh, I just gave a talk to Sir Robert Borden through three or four weeks ago and uh, it was a classroom of, it was all guys, it was all boys. It must've been like 14 to 16. And uh, when I was talking, I was, you know, I, give them my story and I'm, I'm pretty candid about it. I'm not, yeah. there's no, it's like, but I'm, they're told right from the beginning, this is going to, there's some hard stuff you're going to hear here. So like, you know, prepare yourself. And then after the talk, it's amazing. The stories that they tell. Yes. They'll raise their hand and say, can I tell, can I share what I just went through? My grandpa just committed suicide. Yeah. Um, I feel it's my fault. And you're like, take him back. I, 
Yeah, yeah. It, like it's one thing to admit that to a therapist one on one in a high school, but yeah. this young lad told the whole class of like 70, 17 or eighteen kids, including myself and the teacher, like to be able to openly discuss that. I mean, I was blown, like I was in tears, right? You know, no one in the yeah. class even knew. Yeah. So, you know, it was just like that one kid affected change in that one environment. Could you imagine if that, if that story got out to like a thousand people, what it, would, what it might help uh, do? It was just amazing. So open dialogue discussion yeah. amongst Is boys. Is that Barbier's class? It was Bar- Dave Barbier's class, yeah. 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 So it was a wild, a wild story. And I've, I've had kids talk about it, but that was probably the craziest uh, but moment. But I think one of the key po- components of that that you kind of skipped over was that it's because you were there creating that space. You yourself um, created an environment amongst a group of young men that he felt called to to share his experience and that's a that's a a very courageous thing to do uh for him but it's also because you've paved the way with you know being courageous and and having that open dialogue for years now for people so like kudos to you for for creating that well um well i appreciate i appreciate that it's uh it's why i do it but i i appreciate that it's you know that's exactly the end goal is to for a kid like that to get that off his chest. I mean, I can yeah. imagine the burden he's been oh. living with thinking, you know, he's, uh, he said he used to see his grandma every day after school, a grandfather every day after school, and his grandpa would talk about not wanting to live. Yeah. And he would tell his grandson, you know, you're the one, the only reason I'm staying, I want to stay here. And then he offs himself. So, like, yeah. Yeah. imagine the burden as a 14, 15 year old. Like, anyway, it was, it was yeah. a wild situation. But yeah. I mean, we're kind of off. I didn't mean no. to get in that, but like, yeah, no. it taught basically talking about yeah. it amongst men. I think is what yeah. Brock had mentioned yeah. was super important. And those young guys, fourteen to sixteen. I mean, at sixteen years old, you're you're kind of on the on the road to maturity, and yeah. you know, well, I mean, to a, <laughs> to a certain degree, but we I mean, were not well, uh, at sixteen. You're what grade eleven, grade twelve, <laughs> grade eleven. I mean, life gets yeah. a little bit more responsible. Yeah. You know, your certain next level is like you know going to class that. You, you you might have to pay for yeah <laughs> you know so like life gets a little bit more stressful and yeah absolutely I mean no OACs like when we were in school and yeah. um, big difference you know my son graduated seventeen years old actually so, yeah you know? that's I'm yeah. choosing a university it's, at that point <clears throat> and yeah. I remember you know going through that stress and breaking yeah. down on my parents couch when I was just Tough. not comfortable making those decisions or felt that I was you know wasn't ready to go to a school like Michigan or something that big that, yeah. you know, that, that sort of stress and pressure. And that's, sure. you know, that's from an athletics uh, perspective, but mm-hmm. just in general, athlete or not, like there's, you know, where do you want to go to school? Do yeah. you want to be living at home? Do you want to go? Are you ready to, to, to whatever, leave the nest, as they say, and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. And, um, you know, that is a stressful time. Well, shoot, that's a stressful time for parents. I cannot think of what that's going to be like too when you know Savina and, and Jackson are in the midst of like trying to figure out what they're yeah. doing and where they're going and stuff like that like I you know could not uh, I'm you not ready for that now you've lived it and then you kind of know what to how to maybe have that conversation with them you know like yeah that's one thing but it still doesn't yours. prepare me for as a parent to like let my child go somewhere else either you know what I mean so because I've also done it so I'm like well no I'm a I'm a be down there or yeah. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be close <laughs> you know but yeah um, yeah. Anyway, all things to kind of, you know, think about as we go. Um, 
I think so. Okay, so Nobility Performance, obviously, you know, we're going to start to do some collabs together on, on some of this stuff. And, uh, yeah. um, you know, uh, we'd love to hear from everybody in terms of what topics, things you want uh, sort of discussed. This is kind of a good platform for that. I know Mike's got yeah. a bunch of ideas and stuff when it comes to, uh, um, you know, health related and recovery related and mental health, all that kind of stuff. Is that a list? Like you're trying to yeah, list, uh, list it off? Yeah, I was going to say, take a second. And, and uh, I've just been kind of running through some ideas that 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 I think would be important, but ideas that maybe some of your listeners can can write in and, and say things that they want to hear, things that are on their mind, right? Um, you know, Most of our listeners can't write. <laughs> <laughs> voice, voice record. Voice record, yeah. <laughs> Hit the microphone uh, button. That's a, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we just talk briefly on, on mental health, but that's a huge aspect itself. And, um, you know, having, I would love for us to be bringing in these, these elite athletes and professionals and discussing some of these topics with them as well. Um, there's lots of things that we can talk about. We just briefly touched on parenting teens, dealing with teenage brain. I mean, that's a, that's a huge aspect dealing with aging and, and dying and stresses and how to deal with stress and, dealing with expectations too. I mean, you, the young man you're talking about, I mean, you know, he, he has this, this thought of it being his fault, um, but there's, it's so complex. And, you know, if, if that's something that we want to dive into, I mean, we have uh, all the resources upstairs with uh, psychotherapists that, you know, we can bring in and, and have these discussions with them. And, and who knows, maybe, maybe that one person's listening and, and we've helped them. Right. And sure. Um, and we just kind of diversify the, the portfolio of, uh, of your sports show to now include health and wellness. Absolutely. Well. It's and good, com- good, good component, I think. But if you are in the, uh, Canada Barhaven area, I know it's holiday season, big storm coming, uh, we're all have plans, but if you're in the, if you live in the area, maybe pop in, it's, uh, 120, Iber Road, Road. Yeah, Unit so, 107 in the back. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, just we'll go back. Maybe we can edit it. I mean, yeah. Canada, Barhaven are two different areas. And, and if yeah, you're yeah. in Barhaven, you're nowhere near this. But if you yeah, are, sure, Canada, def- Stittsville is probably what you're looking for. Canada, yeah, Stittsville Barhaven, area. Well, well, yeah, I'm in Barhaven. And it like, takes what, me, you know, 15 minutes. Uh, a good 15 minutes 15, maybe yeah. to get over. Nothing and crazy. And I, I would include the whole city. But, I mean, I know it's it's just if you're living in Orleans or you live, <laughs> it's, you know. But, like, if you have a moment and you're in the neighborhood, pop in and, uh, and see what the, what it looks like in here. It's uh it's pretty cool. Uh, Brock, you're not doing anything for my business by saying that Bar- Barhaven's too far, buddy. <laughs> well, so. I'm not, but we're also general. I, <laughs> no, no, I no. know Pep lives uh, in Quebec because he's like, anything on the Ontario side, if you're you know, in that yeah. Canada Orleans area, like just pop in. No, it's a big <laughs> area. You need to. But that, that being said, we do we do have a lot of individuals that come in from Renfrew, from Brockville, Carlton Place, Carlton Place, Perth. <laughs> we have two hour drive. For some some individuals that come in here, remember light therapy, for instance, see the only one of its kind in Canada. So individuals are traveling long and far for that. They just stack their appointments when they get here, right? So they're not just coming for one 15 minute appointment and leaving. They might do multiple, you know, compression lounge. They could just sit, have the compression. They'll uh, run the whole gamut run. before they leave, kind of deal. Yeah, yeah, and just sit and relax. Or I think th- they'll do a full day of red light, and you bring lunch sort of in the middle oh, we could. while they clean it, and then they just kind of <laughs> go back to I like it. it. Yeah, that's not yeah. bad. Brock will uh, he'll do the uh, cooking <clears throat> and uh, the prep work for that one. I, I like can't it. do that for myself, so it's not likely <laughs> going to happen for anybody else. Um, actually, that is 
we are horrible at that to a point where I'm like, math wise, do I buy groceries or do we just eat out every night? Because I'm like, it's not that far off and I don't have to prepare. Anyway. Um, you want to see the nutritionist here, don't you? That's well, what I should see the nutritionist <laughs> here. Um, but yeah. Anyway. Uh, okay. So on that, look, this is a great spot. You know, there's a reason that Pep and I are open to this uh, collaboration and where we're going. You know, again, we're, we go way back. But there is a lot of benefits as we get older. You know, we're starting to realize our limitations, our recovery time, our uh, health issues that we want to address. And this is a great place for that. So if you are anywhere in this area between, you know, if you're in the Toronto, Montreal area, somewhere <laughs> in that. If you're in North America. North America. Uh, <laughs> excluding <laughs> Mexico. Stop it. <laughs> excluding Mexico. We don't exclude it's anybody. It's a little far. It's just a little far. It's a little, little bit far. <laughs> you can stop in uh, and have a conversation and see what uh, what might work for you and what, uh, and, you know, and what doesn't. You know, you figure that stuff out. Uh, on that note, um, we're going to start to wrap this up really quickly between the two of you guys. Sports over Christmas. Are you for it or against it? Because the NFL has a slate of games on Christmas Eve. The NBA plays traditionally games on Christmas. And then we get into juniors. The world juniors always start on the Boxing Day. Actually, Canada yes. played this morning in a pre-warm-up. They beat the, the Czech, Czechoslovakia or Czech Republic, Czech whatever Republic. they're called. Yeah. Um, it was 3 nothing when I turned the TV off, but it was... Uh, they're loaded, eh, Canada? Oh, yeah. Anyway, I'll let the 1,000-yard rusher answer this one <laughs> yes. uh, first. Whew. I'm going to say I'm for it. I do believe that there's a lot of careers out there that get paid a whole lot less money, and they have to work around the clock <coughs> and shift work, and they're without their families and friends on significant holidays. So I'm all for... If, if I was making $100 million and they want me to play Christmas Day, I guess I can do it. Yeah, I mean, I get that point if we're looking at that. But at the same time, I guess I think of it as an entertainment thing. And does not just should the athlete be playing on those days, but like even for us, like we have football. The NFL is now Thursday, Sunday, Monday. Now it's Saturday, Sunday because college is off. Like it's all over yeah. the place. Do we need to have football on Christmas Eve when we should be focused on more our families? You know what I mean? Or, or yeah. like that kind of thing versus saying, I got to watch this game because I'm a diehard NFL fan. I got to watch the Eagles and the Cowboys or I got to watch LeBron on, on Christmas Day. Um, you know, like I, I think it's more for that. Not that they're getting paid enough and saying, you know, you work when we tell you to work. That I get. But should, you know, as a, a society and stuff, do we need that enter that source of entertainment over the holidays? Like, is it important enough to do that, I guess, would be sort of my, my question. I'm not sure. I mean, as a fan, I'm like, yeah, um, yeah. The, more, the more the merrier. Uh, I mean, we, we, could, we could get into, like, the um, – uh, monotony of like I, I just I find the NFL for the NFL for example they they already play too many games in a season during mm -hmm. the week and all that like Thursday Saturday now they're playing Saturday games and Monday night like four nights a week of NFL is overkill but over the holidays I if it happens to fall on a Saturday or Sunday I'm I'm good I'm a fan I like the Steelers and Raiders playing uh, this set, uh, Saturday night yes an eight fifteen game 
the Immaculate Reception uh, is going to be celebrated with uh, a big ceremony. They're going to retire. They're retiring Franco's jersey at halftime, which is like it's just so tragic how the whole the timing of all this. But like, I'm thrilled because yeah. it's eight fifteen. You know, we'll have had dinner. We'll I think things kind of wind down by then. My my brother will go home with his kids and they'll get ready for the next morning and the presents and all that. So that's the prime time game. The eight fifteen game, 815. yeah. Okay, so I, so, I, mean, I can I'm, go to bed early. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like, uh, okay, with all due respect to the deceased, if that ceremony wasn't happening, that might arguably be a contender for the lowest ranking well television viewing audience. But what's crazy about it is that. Well, I think because the rivalry is going to draw the fans, right? They've been it's bitter rivals and all that good stuff, and the, you know, the throwback and the whole nostalgia-wise, it's going to attract the whole audience. But like, the two teams are still mathematically in it. Don't ask me how. <laughs> Don't ask me how. The Raiders in, in particular, but the both teams are still in it, so it, it has meaning. Uh, the loser's done, a hundred percent. The loser falls to six and nine, I think, and they're that's they're done. Um, but the winner is turns it goes to seven and eight, and it's like who knows. So there is a, a playoff implication for sure. I think they'd have flexed it out otherwise. It sounds like they're yeah, using maybe. the CFL uh, strategy for playoff selections. Everybody with, makes it. Uh, yeah. Well, I think it's uh, I think it's a matter that you know everybody's going to bed early because this is Christmas Eve, right? Probably <clears throat> Christmas Eve. Yeah. yeah. So everybody be kids will be in bed, all that kind of stuff, and then let's just all go to sleep because the next day is busy. So the flex is really like when the Eagles and Cowboys game is is a bit earlier. That's going to be the prime time game to watch, which, you know, I'm excited for. Yeah, I Gardner Minshew Gardner Minshew is starting that game for the Eagles. Yeah. So oh. yeah, Jorts, Jorts, Jorts. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know what that is, it's Gene Shorts, and uh, he <laughs> and he just danced for us. So I got to tell you, I know that you is can't Dak see playing for the Cowboys. Dak should be playing. If okay, you... so it's it's a write off. Those it's, it cancels each other out. You can't see Brock right now, but he's got like pilot earphones on. Those are, those are like yeah. They're the Apple Air Max. I haven't uh, used them for a while. AirPod Max or yeah, something. Yeah, they like look that. like uh, old school uh, fighter pilot kind of like breaker breaker. Uh. <laughs> He's my red stapler. Okie dokie. I think the buzzer just sounded for. I can't yeah. wait till we get video <laughs> on that. I mean, well, yeah. If, if everybody's watched our show, you've seen these headphones before. I don't know if they were that reflective. The sun is coming in, and it's just, uh, yeah. Anyway, okay, on that note, I want to wish, and we all want to wish everybody a, a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, a Happy New Year. You know, enjoy the sports. They're on TV. Yep. Enjoy them. Uh, don't sacrifice family time for them, but uh, enjoy them with your family. And, uh, you know, I, again, it's the 2022 is coming to an end. We've had a hiatus. It sounds like we're going to be getting back into it in 2023 to a certain degree. It won't be the weekly live shows, I don't think, but um, we'll definitely be uh, podcasting a little bit more. I think yeah. I've got. Yeah, I'm interested in doing that myself, and uh, it's always oh, fun. He's doing it himself. Yeah, and we're on. Oh, we're on. <laughs> okay, perfect. She <laughs> got fired uh, on the first yeah. day. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. looking forward to doing that all alone. All by myself. All by myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, anyway, well, so your feedback would be greatly appreciated. We really want to know what you guys and girls want to listen to, what you guys want to hear. We can, you to know, we have a – 
Yeah, exactly. Within reason. <laughs> if we like it, great. If we don't, then then it goes. We never garbage. received yeah. it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we need all that, and uh, we will do our best to uh, to accommodate and keep these uh, nice short listens. Stay focused. Um, but anyway, Mike, appreciate yes. the the first go round here in your uh, lovely office right. and to it, at guys. the spot. Um, looking forward to or expecting coffee and cookies every single time we're here. They will be here. And um, yeah, it might be time for a cold plunge. Happy holidays, everybody. Oh, there's the chew. All right. <laughs> and we are out. <laughs>